Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome to week two of October 2021. We are now looking at week 41, starting on October the 11th. Pam, as always, is going to give us a wonderful, accurate uh, forecast by which we can um, live the next week graciously, we hope. And then I'll be in with our meditation and uh, see you in a few moments. Monday the 11th, according to my calendar, is the U.S. Columbus Day or Indigenous People Day, depending on where you are in the States, and Canada's Thanksgiving Day. What's interesting to me is that the moon is in the sign of Sagittarius, but of course, in the morning Eastern time. And the void of course moon, of course, is a time when we are not as emotionally attached to the outcome. In Sagittarius, we want to basically be moving around and doing things that we want to do that make us feel a sense of potential exploration, exuberance, connection with the earth. So those of us who can be in nature this morning, wonderful, because there's really a sense of being able to explore, open up, look for things that have to do with a wide sky and a summit to climb. I would say don't really get too goal-centric this morning. However, you can and know that the opportunity, potential, or invitation may come in a way that you don't really expect. But the thing to know is that as of 1.15 p.m. Eastern Time, the moon enters the sign of Capricorn, and our focus becomes very exact. So it's uh, Capricorn is a sign that has to do with let's get the task done and let's do it as well as we can. And for some of us, this feels very focused, directed, purposeful, and we won't get derailed. We're going where we intend to go. And so this afternoon, evening, into the next day, with coming into the first quarter moon, we are really in a place where we're kind of sloughing off or 
making calculations, strategies, decisions on this fits, this works, this has to go, this can sit over there. And it's a very clear-eyed way of navigating. People who are earth signs or water signs can really get a sense of being directed and moving in ways where we're editing out and moving past anything that just is not going in the direction we would like to go. This is also Mercury retrograde and the the coming to terms with things that don't work, conversations that didn't go exactly how we intended has a great deal of clarity at this point in time because we're not we're we're really not wishing things were different. We have a tendency to see them as they are when the moon is in Capricorn. Again, this isn't true for everybody, but these are some real strengths of this particular placement. On Tuesday the 12th, there can be a coming to terms with uh, wounds, things that don't kind of work right. And just again, just saying, okay, that's how it is. Um, I've got the bum knee, so I'm not going to walk uh, 10 miles today. I'm going to work out how I can get to where I'm going while favoring it. So it's that kind of clear-eyed decision without wishing things were different than they are. And as a result, we can cut to the chase with many conversations. might be maybe a little less sensitive than it could have been in the morning. So some of us may be encountering some conversations where, hey, I didn't mean to sound so harsh or why are you reacting that way? But not everybody takes the the message with the same cool head that others will on this particular day. So if you can soft glove certain things or at least listen effectively, that really helps. But I think the, the most important thing is to keep delivering the why. This period of time can be highly constructive and effective with working with transformation, as I was talking about last week, really like clear-headed, focused direction and making the change or the difficult decisions without much like worry, stress, or resistance or grief. When you encounter someone who is expressing those emotions, that's when it's most effective to keep bringing back the why. Why you're going this way, why the transformation is necessary, why you know that other person will be able to rise up, conquer, and become even stronger as the process uh, unfolds. It, It never hurts 
to offer support to someone who's not feeling as directed as you may be. By the same token, if you're the person who's feeling unsteady, it really helps to ask for clarity, have someone define the why, so that you understand what the bigger vision is with whatever this process is. On Tuesday, there can be a lot of fast acceleration, but then frustration and pulling back. And uh, it's not unusual to encounter a um, blowout or a temper tantrum or someone who's just got to spin their wheels a little bit, especially late afternoon, early evening, because there is great intensity on this particular day. To describe a possible scenario, it's it's like when um, when there's a a sudden a sudden mass of people who come into the emergency room, and the direct intervention of medical professionals who really understand the rhythm of triage and what needs to happen. All that enables the transition of the patients getting from points of crisis to where they need to be. On the other hand, there are people who are panicking, who are afraid, who don't know what's happening, who don't have all the wisdom of ex- and experience of those directing this theater of triage. But the more that um, assurances and, and quick explanations can happen, the easier it is to move the momentum in the direction one wants to go. So that's just one little example of how this might look in perhaps your workplace or your home or or you know not necessarily that dramatic but that kind of this is what we need to do and this is why we're doing it in short concise explanations on the 13th the moon goes void of course at 6:53 a.m. and then we're in a little void period which pretty much is the rest of the morning through uh, late afternoon until the moon enters Aquarius. So that void period with the moon in the sign of Capricorn and a picture in the sky between Venus and, and Saturn, I see this as a time of cleaning up or putting things in place after the, the great crisis or theater or drama or um, thing that needed to happen. And again, it can be very quiet. I described an emergency room, but that could happen within just a person. So let's say a person has a phone call or a, um, a thing that they, that, that they have to do quickly and efficiently. And there's a level of of fear or apprehension as to how is this gonna work out? And yet they know in their deepest core that this has to happen. 
So there's a lot of drama and tension in that private moment, whatever it may be. And once the person crosses that threshold of this is something I haven't done before, can't believe I have to do, don't really want to do, but must do. Once we cross that, then we're in a place of greater quiet and peace because we've done the thing that was so loaded. And so Wednesday morning, the 13th and the afternoon can be times of, okay, that's happened. And now I'm putting these things in place. And it can be very, very psychologically subtle, whatever that was, or it can be highly dramatic, as I talked about with the ER. But it's exclusive to each one of us, depending on how these planetary energies are moving through our horoscope. Once the moon is in the sign of Aquarius, we are in really like, okay, now we're cooking, now we're moving. So early evening, evening into the next day, these are, these are fast paced days. Air signs, fire signs especially, are going to feel like they're in their groove, they're moving, they've got their wide road ahead of them, they know which direction they're going, and they're making the connections they want to connect to. Now, here's the caveat, because it can feel like everybody's on the same page. We are really cranking. We are making this thing happen, but Mercury is retrograde. So because it's retrograde, it is highly important that you make sure you understand you make sure you're understood, you double check any appointments, any tickets bought, any reservations, because you want to be sure that things are happening the way that they were intended. Absolutely wonderful evening for meditating, for quiet time. Some people, it's listening to music, swimming, taking a bath. It's about inviting in something bigger, something that gives us a sense of, huh, here's a vision. And it may not be anything that we hold on to very long. But what's important is that we we have the space for it. Otherwise, if you have a lot of plans this evening or uh, a lot is being demanded of you, it's as though you're hearing something that wants your attention, but you can't quite give it. And therefore, whatever it is that you're supposed to deliver, be attentive to you're not totally present because you're getting pulled in a direction that has to do with honestly some kind of information that's coming through that may or not be like totally clear at this point, but the more you're able to float with it and invite it in, the more accessible it can become. 
excellent evening for deep dream state and inviting in knowledge through that way. The morning of uh, and Thursday is just a really dynamite day for uh, possibilities, things happening. Uh, be in, keep in mind mid late afternoon that we want to really be present, paying attention to what's going on because stuff can come in. And if we're not, it, it's kind of like uh, somebody's throwing a frisbee at you and you, you don't know that it's coming in your direction. But if you turn around, you can catch it. Otherwise, you might get bopped in the head. <laughs> so we want to avoid any head bopping. And that's why it's really valuable to kind of do a 360 periodically to make sure you're getting in all the information that's coming at you. Because if we get too tunnel visioned on this day, we can miss something that's coming in that gives us something that might be helpful, might derail us, or that we need to call attention to so that we, we are aware of everything that's coming through as we move forward. So Friday is uh, get out whatever messages or needs to be said in the early part of the day. Highly auspicious energy. Um, really, really good, as was, as I said, the couple of days before. Um, you can take on opportunities, uh, make your luck, um, expand ideas those connections and collaborations, absolutely fabulous on these couple of days. When you keep in mind Mercury's retrograde, how important follow-up is, follow-through, and assuming nothing because there's something else that needs to be addressed and figured out as we go into uh, Mercury direct. This is different if it was something that's already in motion, so something you've already been working on, collaborations, discussions, projects. This time can be a time when we see and find the things that have to be redirected and edited and changed in order to have the intended outcome. So overall, just really rich and valuable time. The moon goes void, of course, at 8.33 a.m. And then it's void all day. It's void until we get at uh, 10.22 p.m. when the moon enters Pisces. So here's the thing um, that those pre-dawn or early hours are really, really rich. So looking at basically 7.30 to 8.30 a.m. So anything that you want to get off the ground at that point in time, uh, mails, notices, texts to people who you really want to connect with, but 
again, the Mercury retrograde piece. When the moon is void all that day in the sign of Aquarius, this is incredibly valuable to go over everything that you had put in place this past week or even earlier and edit out anything that is not useful, clear your desk, get things in place for when you can really launch and move forward with um, really the, the best support possible in <laughs> the celestial field. Of course, this is productive time and the Mercury retrograde doesn't have to stop you from doing certain things, especially if you're born with Mercury retrograde. But even so, uh, depending on what it is, as long as you have this kind of awareness. The only thing that is really valuable not to do if you can avoid it is sign contracts, start a new job. Um, the only way this would change would be, as I've said before, if you're born with Mercury retrograde, because when that happens, uh, those are the people who do start new jobs when Mercury's retrograde and they have them for, you know, years and years and it just accelerates. But for other people, it's not everything was clear, not everything was on the table and rediscussions and finding out need to occur. Once the moon is in the sign of Pisces, um, we can feel as though, oh, you know, I, I'm, I now really want to create, uh, meditate, move into something that's romantic or revitalized. That begins 10.22 p.m. on Friday night. So this weekend is very, very juicy for inviting in tremendous possibilities. Uh, very therapeutic, magical, um, creative, romantic, whether I mean romantic with a person or, or just all the delicious possibilities of what can be brought in by being alive. On Saturday, it's valuable to notice some people might be a little like emotionally disengaged or feeling not as though they can connect in the evening. This passes. And as we get into the late evening, um, things can really deepen. Disclosures or uh, true connections can be teased out or allowed as we go throughout the evening. And that includes Sunday, the 17th, very deep, therapeutic, uh, lovely, lovely day. Uh, if you can be by the water, good for you. Otherwise, just really let in some way some sort of cultural enhancement in. And Jupiter is stationed in the sky and will move direct on Monday the 18th. And I'll talk more about that later. But basically, we are longing for that Jupiter direct because that's when 
a lot of things that feel as though they've been put on hold start to flow again. So if this week sounded a bit challenging, just know a lot of it is putting things in place so that you're ready for when the flow really starts to happen. And now I turn it over to Susie. So I invite everyone to take 10 minutes now. Find a place of comfort. And as we just deepen now into ourself, into our spirit, into all the things that we are, into all the things that we do, into all the things that we have done and have been and all of the things that we would like to do in the future. Who I am, what I am now in this world. And just be comfortable with that. Be in acceptance. Be in acceptance in the full spectrum of who you are and what you've done in this world. And as we're putting things into place this week, as we're getting organised, doing a bit of planning, lots of activity, getting things into place, knowing that the time will come when everything starts to really move quickly and take off, that, that you will be prepared, that we will be prepared. And that we'll be prepared also in sense of the integration of all of what we are so that we don't start putting things away in suitcases and wanting to get rid of them because we don't like that bit of ourselves or we don't like that story. But just really allowing everything to be present so that we can integrate, so that we can be comfortable with when we are uncomfortable, so that we can bear the pain and the suffering so that we can really have a, a very broad view of existence and not just take out like the good bits, like when your children go through the muesli and pick out all the dried food. We have to be here now in acceptance of of this world, of the bits and pieces of ourselves, of our history, and let everything come together, let everything be. What happens when you just let things be? Just for a few moments, just in this short, short time, out of your great big long day that we have together now in this short time, 
just take a few moments to just allow things to be, especially yourself. Just allow yourself to be who you are, what you are, accepting the past, accepting all the things that have happened to you, things that you might feel bad about or blame others for. Just it is what it is. And as we begin now to come into acceptance, getting things in place, lining things up, we can also let that big circle of acceptance reach out to others around us. allowing things to be with them. Allow those people to just be who they are, even if it's just for a few moments just now in this meditation. Just be in acceptance. That's who they are. They're suffering. They're confused. They're angry. They're possessive. They're jealous. Whatever labels, just let them be. Just allow everything just to be. Allow there to be pain and suffering. Allow there to be joy and happiness. Allow there to be stagnancy and stillness. Allow there to be movement. Just for a few moments in our mind, we are allowing things to be. Doesn't mean we agree with them. Doesn't mean that it's good. Doesn't mean that it's bad. We're just for a few moments allowing things to be. Allowing for the passing of time. Allowing for things to grow. Allowing for things to get sick. Allowing for things to die. Allowing for change. And you can just feel your body very, very slowly, perhaps very subtle, just beginning to relax a little bit. Even the mind begins to relax a little bit. The soul begins to relax a bit as you just ever so slightly let go of that strong grip that you have, that it must be this way, that this must happen, that this is right, this is wrong, just for a few moments, 
we're in allowance. We're not surrendering up ourselves. We're not changing anything. We're just in a very gentle place, a very graceful place of allowance. I am allowing my body to breathe without even thinking about it. I am allowing my body to be here now. I am allowing my mind to be in peace. And I'm allowing all of the people around me to be who they are as they allow me to be who I am and my choices and my belief systems and my understanding of the world. And as we allow for all of this allowance, we're building respect, we're building understanding, we're building community, and we're giving people strength. You are getting strength to be who you are. And we're giving others strength and we're giving them insight to be respectful. We're giving them insight to be liberated and free. So allow this sense, this experience, this earthly privilege to be authentically you and free and grant this freedom to others around you. And as we take a few deeper breaths, as we gently open our eyes, we send this expansive, beautiful, freeing energy to all beings everywhere for the highest good. Opening our eyes, having a nice big stretch. Thank you so much, everyone. And thank you so much, Pamela, for another great forecast. And we will see you again next week. Love now, everyone. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of Active Spirituality. Dot life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.